0: Mark, Darren, how are you going?
1: I'm, I'm great. FOMO three day three has concluded. What happened? Oh,
0: It's over. I'm so it's sad. It's over. No. Um. Yeah. So it kicked off uh, with this sort of fireside chat uh, session. Omies we're back. That uh, was on a Twitter. short episode it? where Twitter I'll be wrapping up everything that happens during Twitch FOMO well. days one, Adam, two, and if three. One of the OGs was the host and he uh, led off with a sort of like rousing opening speech and then said his target for Ohm was a $1 billion market cap by the end of the year and he's already, well, we've already hit it, you know, and it's yeah. the end of September. So that's great. Uh, and the special guest was Scoopy, uh, Scoopy Truples from uh, Alchemix. Uh, He's a big name in DeFi. He's made this Alchemix product, which is like these sort of self-repaying loans. Um, And Asfi was also hosting, and he was uh, talking uh, to... Um, about his uh, first meeting Zeus and um, how he's the first Anon person that he's ever trusted in his life. Um, And he sees Zeus as very humble and it's what made him want to become an Omi.
1: Yeah, and he also touched on how like he's not really crypto-native, but Olympus is his first kind of deep dive into the space and also um, investing in something that is definitely was a little bit, you know, scary to start with. But um, he said after getting to know that, you know, getting to know Zeus, getting to know the community, starting to see things happening and around the DAO, he was just completely blown away. Um, And then Adam, you know, touches Mm -hmm. on just like from FOMO 1 to FOMO 3, we've just had like, you know, 6 to 8x increase in OMIs that attend the event, which is absolutely crazy. From like, you know, can you think back to FOMO 1 and 2, Mark? and then think about how far we've come. It's kind of crazy, right?
0: What was it? It was like 200 at the first FOMO and then like 600 at the second FOMO. And then on the main on the like uh, main stage, main day of FOMO3, it was 1,200 and something people. So that's absolutely I,
1: massive. It is crazy. I think we had over like 2,000 unique Viewers on Twitch at some point, um, wow! On the that's... the main the main day, which is which is crazy, yeah. Um, and then Scoopy went on to talk about, um, you know, Alchemex and OP and why they they needed it because they're basically spending um, a lot of money on um, liquidity and they had a, a three year liquidity mining program, uh, if I if I recall correctly, and that just wasn't sustainable. So, you know, Olympus Pro for Alchemex. Um really made sense because Alchemex, you know ends up owning a lot more of their liquidity, and then Olympus takes you know a portion of that liquidity off the market. Yeah. Um, and it just made a lot of sense
0: uh-huh. uh, then we had Adam, he uh, went back to um, the sort of uh, uh, numbers on Olymp- on the Ohm sales and how a $1 million sale of Ohm back in the day would do like 18% price <laughs> impact. Yeah, and then uh, he saw a $1 million sale uh like yesterday or the day before, uh, and it only had a 2% Price impact. And then all the way along, this is generating us protocol fees as well. So, yeah, it's very great. Then, ASFI had a discussion about the ferocious capability of the 70 contributors in the DAO and how Olympus Pro was just an idea four weeks ago and now it's fully launched. Um, and then he's said you get exposed to a lot of like information and understand how the DAO works by being in it. And that's actually a very valuable skill if you want to work in DeFi. So, encouraging people to sign up to the DAO as well. Yeah,
1: there's a, there's a lot of things that, that go in and around, go on um, in and around the community that don't come up in the dashboards, right? Mm. Um, there's so much work behind the scenes. Um, and then Zeus touches on, um, you know, Dola. Which is um, inverse finances stablecoin, and and how there could be a potential, um, you know, they could potentially be bonding some of that dollar. And do you do you know a little bit more about oh, that? Yeah.
0: Mark? So I, 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 you used to be on the community team over at Inverse actually. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. So I was part of the original cohort. Um, so it's cool to see. Uh, I haven't I haven't really been staying up to date with what's been going on over there but yeah I saw this tweet from now Haridi uh, who's the founder and he was saying that he wants to actually bond his own the, the protocol's own synthetic stablecoin dollar um, for the governance token so this would mm-hmm. be like the first kind of use of that um, sort of synthetic, asset, your own synthetic asset being bonded for your token. So it's this really cool sort of uh, a flywheel um, kind of proposal to get running. I suppose it's a little bit similar to FRAX, the FRAX ETH bond that's going to launch next Sunday uh, as well. Yeah, but uh, Zeus saw it and he was just talking about that. Um, and um, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah that 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 is awesome. So just to clarify is it they're bonding their own governance token INV with dollar or is it a different so token yeah so
0: the so they will you will buy INV um for bonded dollar. So yeah. yeah. So it creates demand for the stable coin. Yeah. Yeah and then we will take in 3.3% of any of the bonded INV.
1: Yeah, that's awesome because I've seen um, some things circulating around Twitter how, um, you know, NOAA had some like difficulties in getting um, increasing um, demand for for dollar. So this definitely seems like it's the perfect flywheel to to get that up and running.
0: Yeah, they want to have... It's kind of, even though it's fully back, they're having difficulty maintaining the peg because people just want to borrow it for cheap and then mm. dump it for like USDC and go and get like, you know, interest on that or die or whatever. So um, yeah, this this might present a solution to that problem for them as well. There we go. Our peg maintenance program. Mm. Add additional. <laughs>
1: um, and then Jeff Jeff chimes in. And and just talks about um, you know touches on some of the things that Scoopy was talking about, um, and then Adam also brought up you know this um, Twitter user um, OX Tuber if I'm not mistaken and oh, how they used Tuba, to be very tu- famous, very yes. famous. I think quite active within the sushi uh, community at some point. Not sure if yeah. they still are. Um, and Adam was just saying how. Uh, Tuba used to be quite skeptical of Ohm as a few people have been on uh, crypto Twitter. Um, but you know having you know seen everything play out and um, Olympus building these uh, innovative products on what they have you know on the base infrastructure, um, you know people are starting to come around. Um, to everything that we're building.
0: Yeah, that was quite a coup, and that was only like last night that 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 Tuba actually posted that. Um, Before this, Tuba's kind of been like, uh, oh, yeah, Ohm's going to like fail or whatever, but now even, you know, the strongest disbelievers are coming around to the um, party, so that's cool. Um, And then obviously, uh, Asvi uh, mentioned that you know not only do we have Olympus Pro and you know our risk-free value and our bonded ETH and our X sushi, but we also have the uh, Klima, uh the sort mm. of Klima option token, which is um, you know I think it's going to be worth a lot of money in the future. But that'll go to back sort of all the ohm um as well, so it's very exciting. Super bullish, um, yeah. And then Jeffx. Um, got up and he talked about, uh, how many more partners, are like putting forward applications to be part of the Olympus pro program. So I think they've just about filled the second cohort. So the first cohort is five partners, and then they'll have a second cohort of five partners. And I think this will just start rolling out like week over week. Um, and then every single, uh, Token that gets bonded, we're going to take 3.3% of that. So um, it's very exciting to think that, you know, my one ohm, well, one of my ohm is going to be backed by like all these other different really like innovative protocols, governance tokens and the like. Yeah. Then we had Adam uh, ask when BTC in treasury. uh, And that was a question from the audience, I think. And then Zeus said that it's very difficult because there's not trusted Uh, sorry, trustless BTC on the Ethereum chain yet. So Mm. there's WBTC, which is sort of controlled by a multi-sig, and then there's sort of RenBTC, but that's controlled by these sort of like uh, nodes that are sort of owned by sort of the REN protocol. Uh, Then Scoopy mentioned that there's TBTC, which in its current form is kind of trusted, but their version 2, which is going live very soon, um, is... Uh, trustless. So um, Zeus said he's going to check into that. So for the BTC bulls uh, out there, you might be seeing some bonded TBTC soon, um, which would be good for you.
1: Um, Interesting. I, I haven't heard much about it. I'm going to have to have a read up on it as well. And then um, Asfi, Asfi went on to talk about you know, just all the great initiatives um, being built on top of him and how he's you know, just excited to see yeah know Olympus go cross chain and and also um, build up different Lego pieces um, over time. He kind of touched on Klima being one of the earliest ones in Um And yeah, he just also was just touching on a lot of cross chain uh, related um, topics that and just like bridges and and just how building a trustless bridge is extremely
0: hard. Mm. uh then uh Adam spoke about the his original thoughts about olympus being a black hole and seeing that play out was very exciting um and then zeus went on that that he uh thinks that we're kind of getting to our maximum level of die because i think we're like in the top 10 holders now of die or something yeah. um and there's only just so much die that you can have i think i saw like one bond last night was like four hundred thousand dai die um so i just yeah, it was wild. yeah I, I agree <laughs> um so they're starting to branch out into like more volatile assets and that started off with uh eth um and then um He's he's hoping to see a lot of protocols reach out and sort of put their case as to why we should bond their kind of governance token or their asset token underneath and how it has to be sort of mutually beneficial for us and them.
1: Yeah, 100%. And he also touched on the you know, LUSD being um, one of the first um, non-USD backed stables that we have in our uh, treasury, which is awesome. Um, and he was just saying how we need to start to move towards some solutions like LUSD and and other yes. uh, and other volatile assets potentially. And then the um, conversation flipped back to Scoopy, and he was touching on you know how Olympus has such an organic community, and you know so many people have just come to the forefront and, and contributed. And he also touched on how um, within Alchemix we're starting to see more. Um, you know, people within the community start to contribute, and and they're also just trying to like build a better, um, you know, operation system within the DAO, so it um, makes things easier for people to contribute. Um, he mentioned coordinates uh, specifically to try and you know s- not solve payments, but definitely make um, the payment process a bit easier within um, Alchemyx. I know that we've
0: yeah, Olympus is working a lot with how they can use NFTs uh, mm. to kind of uh people and make them more engaged in the community and scooby did mention like an item shop that you'd be able to like buy certain items from mm. your sort of points that you have and uh, i think so kind of like an rpg game
1: yeah thing. and i think those it was like the materia points um i think that's yeah, what, they that's were what called. they're called mm. super cool
0: then we had asfi talk about like things that he's proud of and in the community, and he like first pointed out the Sherpas and how the onboarding experience in Olympus is second to none. If you are new to Olympus, there's the questions channel, and you can just turn up there and ask any question, and there's always a Sherpa there ready to help you out. Just whatever you need, 24/7 Sherpa support. That's right. It's like a concierge um, of Sherpas who are there to help you. Um, And then he gave a shout out to Glue, um, who's like a jack of all trades, but like a partnership expert. And him and Tex kind of lead up the partnerships um, section in the DAO. Um, And then he um, talked about how he's going to do uh, working on a project for like cost analysis and financial statements, um, so that so that he can kind of do some outreach to some more institutional type of uh, investors to see whether or not uh, Ohm is something that they'd be interested in. I mean, if people have BTC on their balance sheet. <laughs> I just can't understand why you wouldn't want Ohm instead, you know? Yeah. It just seems like
1: there's so many processes and regulations in place that make it so difficult for, you know, say some progressive company like ARK Invest to take a look at Ohm and be like, yes, we're going to put Ohm on our balance sheet. I feel like they're, the only way they can get exposure to BTC is through Grayscale BTC, which is a yeah, um, yeah, and that's that's unless there's some sort of company that ends up putting um OME on their balance sheet, then I don't think we're going to have institutions adopting Ohm anytime soon, unless you know something big changes. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, uh,
0: then Scooby talked about uh the challenges sort of in TradFi. Uh, with mm. KYC and disclosure rules and mm-hmm. um, listing on the on the centralized exchanges, um, whereas um, you don't have to dock yourself, obviously, when you're working in DeFi. And um, he thinks that's going to be a big attraction to a lot of people, so we're going to see more and more of that. Um, then Zeus jumped on uh, about uh, his pseudonymity um, and... He, he also agrees like the future is through this sort of pseudonymous work in DAOs. Mm, mm. Um, and then, um, yeah, so, so and what, what really needs to happen for that to kind of achieve its success is sort of having these transparent tools to uh, sort of track work and provide financial information about what's going on in the DAO. And there's a lot of good work going on in the Olympus DAO uh, about transparency in the DAO. So um yeah, there's I think there's a monthly report about where all the sort of funding is going and stuff. Mm, so you can mm. check that out. And that's uh that's created by OX Rozowski. Shout out. Shout out oh, to being
1: that work. <laughs> he is a beast. He puts out so much yeah. great tooling.
0: Uh yeah, then Asvi jumped on back on and he was talking about how our business, which is to sell Ohm, uh, is 99.99% cash flow margin business. uh, And the incentives of all the participants um, who are sort of holders of Ohm are aligned to its success uh, because we don't have that sort of drag on a cost to like produce our product. Uh, The only cost we have is sort of paying the DAO members and the DAO contributors, sorry. And that is like, an absolutely minuscule amount compared to what we're making, obviously. Yeah, um, it's like
1: one epoch worth of uh, emissions paid out of stakers or something ridiculous yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. And then and then Jeff just builds on what ASF is talking about with the contributors and and just like encourages people to really get amongst um, DAOs and and he's had a take on it being the future of work within the next three years, which is I'll definitely put a reminder in my calendar. To, to see where we're at in three years. The reminder. <laughs> the reminder.
0: Uh, then Zeus jumped back on and uh, he thinks the biggest barrier is asking because no one's really mm. going to give you permission to do something. You should just sort of jump in and do, do stuff. So that's how kind of this whole thing got started. Um, we just jumped in and said, oh, we're going to make this newsletter, make this podcast, you know off we go, off we did it, and then, um, yeah. Yeah, we're people, doing it, yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> here we yeah, are. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a, it, it, I, It's an interesting point he, Zeus brings up though because I think in traditional work you have you're very much, the way your psychology is set up is you're very much depending on um, answering to someone else, whereas in this setup it's very much you have to be proactive and come up with new ideas and nobody's really going to tell you no, they're just going to tell you whether it's good or not. And that's like a completely different way of thinking and working. and I think it takes a little bit of time to adjust to that kind of work environment. So I think people will come around to it. I just think they need to you know completely change um, the way they view work. I don't know if yeah were,
0: yeah 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 definitely um the then uh, Adam asked what's next after OP and then Asfi jumped in and then he's like top priority is getting institutions interested in um, investing in Ohm and then a mini project to so sort of translate Olympus into this fire language, which he mentioned before, mm. uh, through these sort of re- equity research reports, um, business intelligence, and then like explaining the sort of index-adjusted return. Um, that there's a lot of side projects going on that are decentralized, and um, you see a massive influx of initiatives from community members who are aligned with the success of Ohm because they own OM. And if OM, is more successful, then that sort of increases everyone's uh, wealth. Um, So, uh, yeah, he just reiterated that it's definitely um, undervalued to have a seat in the DAO and understand what's going on and what's coming up because it helps you understand Olympus better and then you can better sort of um, make your investment decisions based on, you know, uh, how how successful it, it's going to be. So if you're in the Dow, you'd know that the amount of energy and work that's going on there that, uh, you know, Olympus has great prospects. So
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, talking about community initiatives, um, Jaws and, and Jeff touched on the pull together and Olympus um, integration, the three, three uh, together that's uh, launching sometime soon, um, which is super cool. Did you hear about that one?
0: Yeah, I saw it in the video, which now makes sense. I just thought the video was saying three three coming together, but it was actually mm. uh, <laughs> three three together coming soon, and I was like, "Oh, that's what it is." Ah, that makes it's all sense. It's this sort of lossless lottery um, that pull together makes, and then uh, I think the idea is uh, everyone will stick in there. State dome, and then one person every week will sort of win the pot from the rebases, um, which would which would obviously be like very cool and fun thing for people to play around with. Yeah, I'm um, interested. I'm
1: interested to see how that pans out. Um, considering you can't earn yield on your wrapped ohm anywhere, um, so it, it, I'm kind of interested to to yeah, see how th- how that will be out. cool.
0: Uh, then Zeus uh, jumped on, and he was talking about like what what he sees as the next sort of big things for Olympus, and that's to integrate the integrate treasury with other protocols. Um, right now, it's um, like a surface strategy, is like Yearn and Arve, um, but there's big um, opportunities to sort of build on top of all the dive that we have, um, and mm. that. That we can offer sort of products that are through like a regulatory arbitrage because people can come to us as a protocol and kind of the investor rules don't apply to us because because we're a decentralized protocol. We're not a person. Mm. Uh, We have no sort of legal personality. So you couldn't say if someone sold us something that you're selling a sort of security because you're not selling it to anyone, you're selling it to this smart contract on a blockchain so um he he's um yeah very excited about some of the things that they have planned he didn't actually drop anything but uh, who, who knows what <laughs> what it could
1: be but i'm excited and then adam um you know brings up the question of you know any advice uh to new omis and and Asfi kind of chimes in and says don't you know if you're looking to contribute to the dow um you know, don't expect Um, you know, people to kind of uh, um, handhold you and walk you around and show you everything. Um, It's very much you get in and get dirty and start doing things. Um, And Jaws also mentioned, um, you know, obviously everyone in the DAO um, is compensated and, and, you know, their work is valued um, based on kind of consensus within certain groups. Um, So it's very equitable and um, I think everyone... Um, feels like they're fairly compensated
0: yeah and then zeus jumped on and he gave advice which was to sort of find someone you can ask questions about who's more experienced in the dao Mm.
1: um,
0: and then they can help you find your niche Um, and if if you know (laughs) someone doesn't have time to sort of coach you through that then you can just reach out to somebody else everyone in the dao's you know very happy to help out um, anyone news so just reach out um, re- you can reach out to Darren or me um, and and we'll sort of guide you to where you need to go to put your skills to use and we also have the
1: Sherpas they're extremely helpful they, they yeah, are definitely. our guides so definitely mm. definitely um, hit them up as well and then Scoopy goes on to talk about how you know permissionless DAOs are really the next step where you know everything is all the framework is set up to easily allow people to contribute and have everything in one easy to visualize spot. Um, but I guess the one issue I um, think about, you know, relating to this is, you know, how do you have everything in a super transparent manner, but still, you know, allow there has to be some level of, um, you know, privacy to some degree. You can't have all your information out there for the public to digest and then extract so it's i guess like finding that balance um in having everything being super transparent and straightforward uh straightforward um and then having that you know kind of some things um kind of kept um behind, behind guard doors yeah. yeah
0: it's a tough balance definitely it is a, it is we we'll a tough <laughs> find yeah. a way to do it uh yeah. and then they had an after party there were like ledger giveaways i think there were like Twenty or something given away. Yeah, it was so <laughs> many ledgers.
1: I, 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 there was also a lot of um, re rolls going on because I think some people were chilling in the, um, you know, after party and didn't realize that J Men had messaged them and they're like, oh, and then. They had re rolled and they're getting angry and there was a lot of commotion going
0: on in the FOMO um, chat, but we ended up giving them all out. Yeah. And then we had an audience sharing session and we heard uh, from CEO Bert, who's like a new Omi, and he was just talking about sort of how he found his way. Uh, Originally, he... Came through Tokamak to Ohm, mm. uh, so kind of the other way around. Maybe he listened to the Liquidity Wizard podcast, and Maybe that's yeah, how he potentially, got to know. Is yeah.
1: There's a, a good chance there's a lot of um 3 3 commotion um around then, and they uh they have their core event soon, so it could be some that's right, be some more Next things week. going
0: yeah. Uh, then we had Sleepy Neko. Uh, he's a mod from the Shiba community. There you go. Uh, and he got up and asked about UST and told us a little bit of about himself. Uh, then we had Switch Dance, who um, found out um, from his brother-in-law about Ohm, and he's just been uh, amazed by like DeFi tech, and Olympus was his mm. first sort of investment. Yeah. Um and then Monk got up to tell us that we just reached 20,000 members in the Discord. Thanks Monk shout out. Who's who's the last of our what's who who wrapped it all up? Oh, who wrapped Darren? it up? Um, you yeah,
1: know, no one other than Smokey, the uh Bong Bears uh creator. He touched on just how there's a lot of Bong Bears Olympus alpha that he can't leak or talk too much about. <laughs> time in bong bears over timing in bong bears was
0: his final uh, statement they're just gonna they're just gonna put some wrapped steak ohm, I reckon into the bong yeah. bears I don't know what's going on That'd I hope
1: cool. they're on Omi C next year um, I'll have to wait oh, until they're fractionalized and then I'll buy them Um can't afford them right now <laughs>
0: Yep. Uh, all right, guys. That's uh, the end of FOMO 3 and the end of this special uh, triple edition of the uh, Agora podcast on the weekend to keep you up to date with FOMO 3. That was FOMO 3, day
1: three of the daily wrap. And we'll see you next week, Omis. Bye, guys. See ya.